0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Day Room Podcast. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I think I told a few of you out there that I was going to try to start some new segments. And my buddy, Tony Langley, who I served in the Army in Korea with from 03 to 04, proposed a thought to me. And it was something that I had been thinking about, just throwing something in there where guys can vent, where him and I can, can discuss topics and bounce things off of each other in the process help some some folks out there help some men out there and we'll go over some of the things that we'll discuss but i'll let i'll let tony introduce himself and talk a little bit about himself here go ahead tony hey,
1: yeah
2: hey i appreciate that check i i just uh i'm from uh, i'm from alabama I'm a, I'm a i'm a southern born and born and bred kid i uh i uh grew up uh grew up in in mysterious little ways I lost my father when i was 11 uh had a had a Pretty rough patch uh, coming up. I had to raise myself on, on a lot of a lot of different uh, things. Uh, one day, I decided that I, you know, I decided I was never joining the army and went not went and got married. And then I decided, you know what, I want to get the heck out of get the heck out of Dodge, join the army, and uh, met plenty of great, outstanding friends that I love keeping in touch with. And uh, and here I am today, 20 years in the, in the military, retired vet. Something that uh something that was really really big on my life in my last four years in the military. I was a sexual assault response coordinator. And uh and helping people out was the was the most fulfilling thing I ever did in the military. And I wanted to, do, to continue that um in some form or fashion. And uh and I was I was thinking about getting a podcast going myself and talking about things for, for guys and uh And because we get, we kind of get, we kind of get the shaft sometimes and, uh, and we, uh, we get forgotten about. And, uh, and our mental health is something that is very important to me. And the support for men is something that's very important to me. So I, uh, talking to, talking to Shaq here and about, uh, about his podcast. And I, I love the idea of it and touching base with, uh, with, old army buddies. And, uh, so, you know, propose a, the idea to you about, uh, about a few, uh, a few things that I would like to do with a, a podcast and, uh, our collaboration over recent weeks has been, has been great. Um, and, uh, I thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to help me out, get this thing going and maybe, uh, maybe help each other, you know, maintain accountability with this.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, um, as I'm sure, you know, now that you're a civilian and you're kind of away from the, uh, the constant comfort of, of our brothers and sisters in arms, where, you know, if you need me to be at your house on Monday morning at 10 a.m., I'm there at 09:40. Um, and now, you know, we don't have that. If you're, you got civilians out here, and yeah, yeah, I'll help you do this. And you got to damn there, track them down, you, you know, when, to to uphold a commitment. Um, so when you said that this was something that you wanted to do, and you gave me the rundown, I especially like your ideas, and I want you to tell a little bit more about the YouTube thing that you want to do too, because I'm fascinated with that. But it was it was just something like I'm dedicated to this. I'm like you mentioned, you know uh veterans and men's mental health in general, but, but veterans specifically because uh you know that's a that's a community that is near and dear to my heart. But but mental health as a whole, I, I just I feel passionate about making sure that if we can help one person, that's more that you know, that's enough for me at that point. Uh, and it fuels me to go help another person, and another person, and another person. So that's one re- big reason why I decided to do this. You know, struggling with my own mental health issues, this has been a big helper for me. And, um, and that's uh, that's know, why having,
2: you know we uh, talked to you about before is I you know for us to for us to help other people, and that's something that I, I learned in my in my job. And the biggest things is self self care, right? And uh, you can't be expected to help others out effectively if you don't practice self-care yeah. and this this is an outlet i'd like to use this as an outlet for me uh and talking to you as also you as well uh to help ourselves out help us vent and 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 what's going you know with what's going on in the world what's what's affecting our lives what are the things that are troubling us and and uh that's a way that i believe that's a way that we can we can show other men hey you have similar you have other people out here with similar struggles and uh and it may not be the may not be what you always agree with uh all all the time but this is this is a safe place to talk about those those issues
0: yeah yep get it out and um you you know hopefully you feel better by the end of it (laughs) you know exactly that's that's the overall goal (laughs) um but when when did you retire
1: Uh, I retired in December of
0: 2020 and, uh, and I've been
2: trying to figure out what to do ever since.
0: And um, another fascinating thing, and I'm happy that, that it was you that, um, you you know, that I'm I'm collabing with right now because of the, your, your background, Um, the training that you have for the last couple of years in in the military is definitely going to be beneficial to somebody out there. And I'm happy that Mm you're, you're able to, I can, I can extend a platform for you to get this help out to as many people as we possibly can. Um, and you know, us both having gone through our own individual trauma and kind of pushing through it and making sure that we're there for our families kind of puts us in a good place to, to help other people. We're not afraid to talk about it and, you know, be, be somebody that people can lean on to, um, push through their own situations. Exactly. In your retirement, you said you mentioned that you and your wife wanted to do something uh, once once everything is all said and done. Tell me about that.
2: So uh, I, I I had this dream. I've always felt the connection with the with the ocean, um, with with the water, if you will. Um, and uh, before, <laughs> the funny story is right before I joined the before I joined the army, I had an opportunity to buy a sailboat. And uh, this guy that I was working for doing some section eight, I was doing maintenance on section eight housing, and uh, he had a sailboat. And because I told him about how I wanted to be sail, you know, go sailing and and travel the world and this and the other, he's like, "Hey, I've got a sailboat. It'd take about three thousand dollars to fix it up. If you buy it from me, you know, you can keep it. You can keep it out here at at my place, fix it up, then help you launch it." I'm like, "Awesome. This is this is great." Well, I go home and I talk to the wife, hey, look, let's buy this sailboat and let's go sailing around the world. Just go out in the Bahamas and, and fish and eat what we catch, you know, catch a little odd jobs, make money here and there. And my wife's like, no, that does not sound like fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I was like, OK, whatever. Well, uh, I want to get out of this place, so let's, I'm going to join the Army. And that is why I joined the Army
0: uh hilarious that you didn't join the navy considering
2: well I, uh, I, went a, I went to i went to i went to a navy uh, navy recruiter he's like i can't get you any uh any job uh that you want you could be uh, you could be doing whatever i'm like oh okay maybe let me talk to somebody else i went to air force and the air force guy he's just like looking at me all wide eyed and crazy hey so you want to join the air force man i'm like <laughs> i uh not anymore. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I never even it never even crossed my, my mind to go Coast Guard. Uh so I walked into the uh to the army office and uh I, I clicked with the recruiter and uh and that the rest of that is history. <laughs> but uh so after we served together in, in in Korea, um I was getting out, I was gonna get out of the army and uh just call it quits. Uh, one thing that people find, uh, is find odd about me is I was never just in love with the army. I love the people in it. Yeah. And, uh, the people in the army made, made my, made my service for me. Um, uh, but I was always anti-government and this that, and the other. Uh, so I was planning on getting out and, uh, and, uh, my, my commander at the time, I don't know I remember, uh, Colonel, uh, Goodsmith, I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, uh, he's like, Hey, I can get you Hawaii to get you to stay in. He and I had a really good rapport. He loved me for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, he, uh, he's like, I can get you Hawaii. I'm like, really? Lock it down then. Lock it down. Let me talk to the wife and see what, see what it is and so I talked to the wife. We were like, hey, fresh start, away from everybody that, that puts negative, uh, negative thoughts in our heads. And uh, let's go to Hawaii and, and check it out. Went to Hawaii, uh, enjoyed the heck out of Hawaii uh, for about seven months and then got deployed. <laughs> um, the funny thing is, uh, I, you know, I, I mentioned that I wanted to learn to sail while I was in Hawaii. Never been sailing in my life. And uh yeah. Uh so like my wife buys me sailing for dummies and I take that thing to I take that book to uh to Iraq with me. And while I'm in Iraq, I'm I'm searching for boats in in Hawaii. And you can get boats really cheap in Hawaii. And uh I find this sailboat right price, had the cash money for it and everything else. I'm like, hey, this boat is located in the marina where we live right now go buy this boat. And my wife's like, I don't know anything about boats. I'm like, I don't either. Go buy this boat. And, uh, <laughs> needless to say, she, she didn't, uh, she didn't go buy it. I was, I thought my sailing days were, were done. Uh, fast forward, um, fast forward to 2017. We buy a house here in, uh, outside of Fort, uh, outside Fort Bragg, now Fort Liberty. Three months after we buy this house, I'm like trying to figure out because retirement's coming up soon, and uh, and I'm trying to figure out what is it that I want to do when I retire. Aviation background, being uh, being an air traffic controller, figure, why not fly? Maybe I can get a I know I can buy like a little Cessna on the on the cheap and just fly around. And uh, I was looking at looking at doing that, and I was like looking at that went into looking at how people stay connected on the internet uh, and uh, while they're traveling. And uh one of the ways that these guys that were flying around, stay connected, went to this couple that was uh that was sailing on a sailboat in uh in the uh in the South Pacific. Started watching them a little bit. And I just catch my wife like kind of coming behind me. I'm watching these guys on YouTube sailing around. She's she's coming up behind me on the couch and kind of noticing it. One day she just speaks up, she's like, is that what you want to do? Go sailing? Like, that's what that's all about. I'm like, yes, that's what I want to do. So let's do that. I'm like, where the hell were you 20 years ago? <laughs> Come on. And uh so we made Remember that time plan. I asked
0: you to buy that boat?
2: <laughs> remember, remember this? And uh I always give her hell about that. <laughs> but uh we made the plan at that point that uh that's what we want to do. We want to go sailing and uh and uh sell everything that we own and sail around the world. Problem is we've got a, we've got a 15 year old, uh, daughter here at the house and, uh, we try to do homeschool with her. She, we're going to keep her on the, uh, on the plan and, uh, COVID hit while I was doing homeschool and we didn't get to do all the fun things with, uh, with homeschool and, and, uh, she was done with that. She wanted to go back to, to public school. So, made an agreement with her. She had, she maintained good grades. We wouldn't sell everything that we uh, owned until she graduated high school. So that's where we sit right now. Just waiting on her to, to graduate, get out of the house. And and then we're going to buy a boat and take off around the world.
0: That was going to be my question. I wasn't quite sure if you had gotten the boat and you just kind of fixing it up before.
2: We're just, uh, we're just waiting. We want to make sure that, uh, that whenever we, whenever we buy something, it, it's, it's, at least paid for or close to being paid for. Um, and a lot of the yachts right now, it, it, it wouldn't be feasible having a, a house payment and, and a truck payment and everything else to, to yeah. hey, all of a sudden have a, a, a boat payment as well.
0: Makes
1: sense. <laughs> but, Makes uh, sense. but as soon as I set the house, them? I should be able to get it
2: we've uh we have uh we've looked at chartering some of the charters are are pretty expensive. We've done some sailing classes i've done I've done a few uh I've done a few races since then um and uh and we uh we have some friends that uh I mentioned to you he uh they actually have a youtube channel uh for love of wind a little plug there if anybody wants to check it out they have a they have a boat uh they they said for, of the love of us wind? for love of wind. The okay. name of their boat is, the name of their boat is FLOW. So it stands for for love of wind. Because that's wind awesome. takes you where you go. Uh, and uh, he was, uh, he's an old military buddy too. So uh, he and his wife are, are out on the boat trying to trying to make it out there now. So we've been out with them a little bit. Had a had a, a, a very interesting sail with them that we didn't really get to sail very much. It was uh, The weather was not as good as it was supposed to be. But that's what happens. Where were you? Uh, we were down in St. Augustine. When that when that happened, they were in they were in St. Augustine. They're in the Keys right now, and uh, yeah, I know. I wish I was there. <laughs>
0: Damn um, kids! <laughs> I know, right? No. Well, I'm ahead of you. I got my my daughter graduates this year, and oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, well, the the problem is actually, I'll have to screenshot this. Uh, she was being recruited by Alabama uh, last year, and she nice. play soccer and I, I was awesome. like I didn't want to forward the email to her <laughs> but she they they got a hold of her somehow <laughs> but now her, her grades are kind of low so a lot of the, the teams that were like hitting her up are they're they're not interested anymore so she's gonna stay here and oh, go to community no. college yeah, it's fine I mean you know got to learn yeah um, she, she's gonna stay here and go to community college get her grades up and she's still determined to go d1 she don't want to go anything else so now, um, now you just got to take a few steps back to, you know, get, get 10 steps forward. Work, uh, work
2: hard and, and, and do what you got to do to get there. You're that's yeah. what you really want. you know.
0: The, my, it, it's kind of similar on that track with, um, to just sell everything and just figure it out.
1: Yeah. No,
2: you, you mentioned that uh, you're thinking maybe a, maybe RV or, or like a, like a travel trailer or something.
0: Yeah. Yep. So. That's pretty much what I'm doing now. Um, you know, just finalize divorce. So that's that's done. So now, you know, the decisions and, and the, the um uh, the planning is all on me so I can I can figure out what I want to do. Uh but it maybe a travel trailer, um, maybe a full um R V, like oh. uh the Griswolds. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh but You know, it's I haven't quite decided since she just committed to local community college, so she's going to be staying here. So now I kind of got to make some some concessions on what I want to do rather than have her move out and and struggle with paying rent and going to school and be a student athlete to try to get back D1. I may just maintain my space here, let her live out of here and go to school. And while I'm traveling, you know, the, the space is hers. And then just come back to home base. But another thing that I was thinking about doing was coming to my guests since we, I mean, we've served with people all over the country. So how cool will it be if I could just pull into town, I come out to Fayetteville and we, you know, I have the the trailer all decked out like a studio back there. We sit back and drink some bourbon and record. Heck Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you know, I can. I, I, I was thinking about that being an option, just being able to actually pull in and see everybody face to face. Um, so there's, a, I mean, over the next couple of months, I got a lot of decisions to make, but you know, mm-hmm. now I got time, so it is what it is.
2: That kind of goes into what you know, what I'd like to talk about. Hey, where do you see the? Where do you see this podcast going potentially, and uh, like a uh, short term, long term goals with it?
0: Short term try to, uh, up the ante and, and this, what we're doing right now is a part of that, you, you know, really, really diving into, uh, some other topics, bringing some other folks in and having ideas or having somebody to bounce ideas off of and get mm-hmm. feedback, you know, try to find some donors so I don't have to to work as much and I can spend more time on putting out good content moving right. forward. You know, when I when I started it, I wasn't thinking about monetization. But as I'm as I'm moving along, I do understand that like what you know what we did in the military when we go to the field, you're constantly improving your sight um, and making things more efficient and and better as you, as the longer you have to stay there. So the longer I stay in this space, the better I want to get, the better equipment I want to have, so that I'm putting out the best possible product I can. I also really, really want to just start diving into the things that I set out to to talk about, you know, VA medical care, VA benefits, finding help for homeless veterans, and, and actually being able to um, link up with people in, in different cities and different states so that I have contacts in those places, bringing them on so that they can speak directly to the people that are in those communities so you know now you have somewhere that you can you can turn to instead of looking at uh, oh i got to go to va.gov and there's five billion links that you got to click on and you just don't know where to go i want it to be a one-stop shop so okay you know what yeah. i want to i want to uh find out information on voc rehab okay cool guess what my buddy tony is using voc rehab he knows exactly how to go through the process and he lives in north carolina so he, he you know he's He's dealt with the uh, VA reps where you live, mm-hmm. so I can reach out to him. He can send me a little bit of information. There you go. You, you know things like that. That where it's not they're they're calling an 800 number and talking to somebody that's just paid to spout off a script. You know, yeah. we've we've gone through this thing. I've already gone through the VA ratings process. I've done that. There may be somebody out there that doesn't even know where to turn, how to file a claim. Right. Well, I've I've been through it up, down, and, and sideways, so I can I can walk you through it and and, and tell you the real the real deal, no sugarcoating what you got to do and, and the dos and don'ts. And ultimately, like in the the the, the long run, um, I want to be able to to get like I know that there are a lot of folks that like you and I that have they just want to share our story. We just want to tell our story. We there are things that we want to put out there. But we don't know where to start. Well, here we are. And if there's somebody else that that wants to create their own platform, all right, here's what you do, man. You, you know, and and then it's just like a web. We all just uh funnel information to and from each other.
2: Yeah. I I, I love this because uh, you know, you mentioned like the book rehab and everything. We don't want to call the eight hundred number. I don't mind calling the eight hundred number and waiting, but the problem with the VA is that they you don't get any like information in the in the meantime right and so you you don't know what's going on until you get that appointment and you may you may only get that appointment notification in an email
1: yeah <laughs> nobody's and calling you saying hey do this
2: it, it is it's very cookie cutter uh the vocab re, boat rehab uh, or vr and e now uh as they call it it uh it 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 was a very long process that I had to try to try to get shortened. I start school tomorrow <laughs> and uh, and I was afraid that I wasn't going to get this, uh, get this done in time. Uh, but we're especially with the holidays coming up, everything. And, and it was it was a it was a it was a drawn out process that I was able to because I, I had somebody working with me and and I kept asking questions and kept bugging them because you don't get information unless you bug them. And that she was she was really good with me. And hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We need to do this. We can shorten the time between uh, between our meetings and this, that, and the other. And uh, so she was really good with me. Um, uh, but it was it was even even with her being really good, one of the better VA, uh, one of the better VA experiences. It was still uh, quite quite stressful to, to yeah. go to. Um, Is she a veteran guess, herself? I don't think so. Uh, I, I never asked her, but, uh, but I, I don't think so. Probably a spouse, I would say, you know, I find that a lot of the best experience that you get is it, it definitely is the ones with the, with the, uh, the experience as a veteran. Um, uh, but it, it was, it's sometimes hard to tell. Like uh, my therapist right now, she's, she's never served or anything like that. And, and she's, I, I kind of freak her out every now and again. I told her I want to go to school, and she's like, "You, you don't need to go to school." <laughs> I'm like, "What? You got to be kidding me!" Well, I need to get a job. I want to get a job. You don't need to get a job. Well, you got to be kidding me, really. And
0: uh, <laughs> you got to pay my uh, bills, ma'am.
2: Exactly. You know. I mean, hey, I can pay all my bills for my retirement disability, but it makes it kind of hard for you know me not to have any money of my own. You know, whenever after I pay all the bills. <laughs> Right. I got to rely on the wife's money for all the fun stuff,
0: and it's it's hilarious. It's easy for a therapist to say that she's probably making you know six figures,
2: right? It's those it's those those kind of crazy things, and that's kind of uh that's kind of where I want to go with uh with this is you know in the short term you know I I like to like to build it, get our groove uh and and figure out everything we want to, and I mentioned to you before the show we want to I want to talk a lot about. Uh, a lot of our experiences are going to be VA related or army related, military related and everything. So that's, that's how we, we meet our common ground, but I don't want it to be exclusive. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, uh, and, but like when you look at who needs help, well, everybody needs help. Of course. Uh, one of the things that, uh, as a, as a, as a victim advocate, um, that I would always, always tell everybody, Hey, if you need help, if you need help, even if I'm not the one that's supposed to be helping you, my job limited me. Uh, I'm going to find you the help. I'm I'm going to yeah. find you the resources that you need, and and then I'm going to follow up with you and make sure that this is going on. This is my own time. I'm taking away from my family time to go and and make sure that you you've got this, and not to and not to like you know put myself up on a pedestal or anything like that. You know, I I that mentality of hey, I love this job and. I want to be good at it, number one. And then number two, I I want to make sure that if you need help, I'm, I'm helping you. And I want to make sure that you're, you're getting this, you're getting what you need so that you're not one of the 22, as we like to say, as we like to, and don't like to say in the military. Um, And, uh, and then are you going from being a, a victim to a survivor? Right. And, uh, and that, and that's that's something that we would we would call we'd call uh, our people clients uh because we didn't want to call them victims. You call them victims to stay a victim, right? Yeah. yeah we want them we want to get them from the victimhood to to start to thrive to start to to be considered a survivor and then start to thrive and that was that was the the mindset that we had to have for it. uh, so we call them clients, and they were in and they would fluctuate, you know different different stakes of need what do you need um and uh sometimes they don't they don't know what they need and yeah. uh so you ha- you just have to be there man just
0: have to be there and i think that's one and, of the uh, biggest things that um especially when when we when we were you know we mentioned mental health and again I, you know i don't like you said this this isn't just all encompassing of military but it's because it's our common ground and that's yes. where we spend most of our adult life. It's something that's going to constantly be brought up. But for anybody that's struggling with, with any sort of challenge, you know, you and I both are those type of, the type of guys that are just going to be there for anybody. I don't, I don't give a damn. If you need something, I don't care if you never, you don't know anybody that served in the military. You know, if you reach out exactly. to me and you need something, if you ask, I'm going to do my best to, to help you out. And exactly you know, just making sure that we when we talk to people that we let them know, as I'm sure you did with your clients, it's it is okay to not be okay. It's okay. Exactly. If there's nobody else that you can reach out that you feel comfortable reaching out to, fine, hit me up. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. You know, that's the one thing that I love about my kids because they know that they're they're not too selfish to where if some if somebody needs their dad uh it's okay for him to go and 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 help somebody else out we get enough
2: yeah you know yep. that that's a that's a wonderful thing you know you you know you never know when you're getting that call somebody somebody's needing some help and and what are you willing to do to help them uh, i sacrificed plenty of plenty of time for my, with my family uh, many a nights woken up and hey i've got to go to the hospital that that puts a strain on 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 me not only not only me, my family, uh, at, but our mental well-being, stuff like that. And that's why that's why also I want this to, you know, not be so somber, not not be so, you know, just about all the mental health and everything. But I want it to always come back to it. What I see is we're going to have difficult discussions. We're going to have things that you and I don't agree on. Uh, maybe some of the listeners don't agree uh, with either one of our opinions or maybe they, they, they agree a, I agree strongly with yours and not mine. That's, that's all fine. But what we have to, what we have to understand is we, we, we have our differences of opinions. You may or may not change somebody's mind, but we need to respect the opinions of everybody else. And then yeah. something I always, I try to teach my kids is, Hey, you've, you look, you look at arguments, right? And any argument has a positive and negative. I shouldn't say any, but because there's, probably definitely some that, that don't have a positive and a negative. <laughs> they may all be negative. Uh, well, but, I, here me,
0: I, negative. I I beg to differ though, because you can always find a positive. You you can,
2: you can. I mean,
0: there are instances
2: that I'm like, oh, goodness. But like, yeah, they, uh, but yeah, we have, they have positives and negatives and, and, and listen to and take away, take away from, from, from everything. And, 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 and then listen to the facts. Listen to the facts and then make your own opinion. and uh, like I, we get we get hit with opinion opinion pieces hidden as news is what I like to call it and uh, and I can't stand that. I, I've told you that I, I I don't like that at all. I where's the where is the uh, the journalistic integrity in that? None. I mean, don't call it the news; just call it an opinion piece, right? And yeah, uh, that's all it is. Dude. Exactly. Give the to me the news journalism is giving somebody the facts, and giving them giving them a, a, a different statements from either side or whatever, and then letting letting your audience determine what they think
0: about it. Coming from an objective point of view. Now, if you're if I look at news folks as moderators or filters, if you, if you will. Like I, I may have a certain thought on this particular story, but you know what, I'm filtering out my opinion or my thought on this story and I'm going to give you the wrong truth. And, and that's what I, I, you know, I kind of wanted to dive into something, something that you said earlier, you know, yeah, we may have disagreements, but one thing that I can say is, for both of us um and i and i hope that anybody else that that listens to us and ultimately when we um you know we talked about starting the live chat but when we have the live chat thing go go down you you check your feelings at the door you know it's going to be 100% facts over feelings and if you can't handle that um you know then then maybe come back when when you you know when you're ready to to hear the raw truth because you yeah. and I are going to discuss that stuff and um I'm looking forward to it like you know we were talking earlier about um just the the uh the, the political stuff um yeah. and I don't lean one way or the other I I don't I don't really care I don't like to be painted with any brush but those things could get real touchy and we are going to talk about those yeah. things and you know once we're done with our discussion either i you know i'm 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 going to agree or i'm going to continue to disagree and vice versa and we can we're going to be okay with that um i know i talked to you about um like i'm not married to any idea um i have a belief on a subject based on the information and the facts that i have at that time but if you introduce new facts to me and it's verifiable uh, then of course i'm I'm not above saying, oh, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right, Tony. I I see that now, uh, and I just exactly. wish that more people would do something like that.
2: Exactly, exactly. And that's uh, that's that's kind of wa- where I want. That's kind of where I want to go with it. You know, is, uh we're gonna we're gonna have difficult conversations. If this if if we're fortunate enough for this to continue, we're gonna have difficult conversations. And at the end of the day, hey, brother, I, I love you, and I cherish you and your opinion and. Our friendship and and we're just getting, and nothing, no matter what those opinions are, it seems it's going to change that, right? And right. Uh, and that's that's the that's the that's the thing we if we came together as a society like that, you know, and uh and would be a heck of a lot better off as opposed to being so so polarized. That's
0: my dream is if. If we can, you know, we ain't trying to go viral. We're we're gonna be us. We're genuinely Tony and Shaq. That's it. It ain't, you know, we're not anybody else. We don't have any taglines or gimmicks or anything like that with this thing. If people can can listen to us or watch us, and they say, you know what, those two guys are so down to earth. They think just like I do. I don't have to be so combative when somebody has a different viewpoint as, as I do. You know, I can actually be my genuine self and not be afraid to say, you know, I, this is what I believe in. And, and it's me. I, I respect what you believe in. I'm not going to push my beliefs on you. And, you know, we can still be friends or family or whatever. Exactly. And exactly. hopefully, hopefully we have impact like that at, at some point. That's yeah. my dream.
2: That would, that would be, it'd be absolutely fantastic. And, and, and the heck of it is, is I believe that, I believe that, we're not the minority here. You know, I believe that the majority of people think like this. I fully believe that. I don't believe that everybody is, is so generally torn apart from the opposition. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I believe that most people just want to, we want to live our lives and be left the heck alone. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I, I look at it this way, right? I, I don't, I, I don't like just, loathe anybody especially for for the things that they that they believe in and the things that they hold right i don't i don't create their morals they don't create mine and uh and and i refuse to let them create mine you know but change my mind on something my morals may change
0: yeah yeah i mean i i don't know my mind won't change i won't compliment i'm just kidding (laughs) one of the things that um Oh, I mean, that's constantly. the thing. People can change, you know. People can Absolutely. change, you
2: know. And and morals can be most most be adjusted,
1: you know. And
2: like, what what is, what is a moral anyway, other than what somebody holds dear in their heart and how they were and how they're raised and how they think.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you, I mean, we probably both have met people that were super sheltered, um, yeah, or on the opposite end of the spectrum, they just weren't guy. They had zero guidance. They join the military, they're exposed to something that they had never, ever thought existed. And then they're like, oh, the way that I was doing it was not the right way. Or, you know, I was, I was kind of on the right track, but this just, just fine-tuned everything. Um, and, and that's why you got to have this discourse. That's why you got to have these discussions of different, you know, different mindsets and different viewpoints. Um, there's a reason why that that saying is out there stronger together because we're 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 meant to to be able to complement each other, and you know you come from the deep south and i'm I'm from the city, and yeah. you know there are there are things that I could teach you and and vice versa, you know, and yeah. I think that just collectively makes us both stronger. Now I have more knowledge on something that I didn't know about. so if I run into this situation, I already know how to handle it, and vice versa. Exactly. You know, you have so many people that we. You probably, I mean, growing up in in Alabama, you probably met them. Never want to leave their small town. They hate the big city. Oh, yeah. They don't understand it, and it's you know, and the same thing. Uh, why would I go to the country, man? I'm, I'm like going down that dirty ass place, smelling like <laughs> right. cow shit. It, you know, <laughs> but until you've been there, you've been exposed to it, you don't know. How do you know you don't like it?
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's so uh, that's we can open that... some that. It would it would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Yeah. Uh but you know, hey, if if we even if we don't, uh we're gonna we're gonna have fun talking about it. And yeah. uh and 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 just to just to like keep it this way, we, we don't wanna just talk about political and differences and stuff like that, right? We wanna talk about entertainment, things for guys to vent at, right? And we want to, you know, a big thing is like, you know, movies and media, games, sports.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised.
2: Impression. I'm so, I'm so surprised that, you know, you're wanting to do this with me, especially. Because, you know, <laughs> I was
0: going to save that I, part I'm a, for last.
2: Ala, Alabama fan, number one. And, and then I, I'm, I'm all against your Raiders over
0: here with. Uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to save that for last so I can go and dive into the bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Once yeah. we're done, the, the, the depression will set in. <laughs> With your with your spoils of riches over there, I
2: know, right? It's, it's been it's been a good few years for me.
0: Yeah, not for me. <laughs> no, but you you know you you bring up another good point about um, we will. We, I mean, we can't really cover everything that we want to dive into with just this one episode, but yeah,
1: we're gonna, gonna have right.
0: some fun. We're gonna talk about deep stuff. One of the things because you and I both have young daughters. Um, and I have a daughter that's, you know, she's coming up on on marriage age. She's about to graduate college, and so she's got to think about future and family and where she goes from here. And one of one of the big things that I've been really, really um, focusing on is gender dynamics. I, it, you know, it's not even about me at this point. You know, I want my daughters to be able to find suitable men that they can if they decide they want to spend the rest of their lives with that they can and it's not you know they're not going through the same thing three marriages (laughs) you know in a couple decades you know I, i want them to be able to understand that it's okay to to have struggles in a marriage it happens but you push through it you don't give up and you know we we get out of this i hate this term toxic masculinity i hate that term i don't believe in it and and the feminism like we we just need to go back to not being combative with each other and understand that we we can't exist one can't exist without the other you know we got to stop being in competition and that's that's one of the things that that i also really really want to want to dive into long term is helping young boys especially young boys that are coming from a single mother household Um, that don't really have a positive male figure in their lives, just making sure that they understand how to be men. Because one thing I do know is that no matter how strong a mom thinks that she is, a mom cannot raise a man. Um, and vice versa, I, you know, a dad can't, can't raise a woman. I can, Mm -hmm. I can show her, uh, what to look for in a man, but I can't, I can't teach her how to be feminine because I'm not feminine. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and we, we, we live in a society today where, you know, things have changed so much. And, uh, I, I agree with you, the, the toxic masculinity. I, I was, I was fine with a, a term that, you know, being a term, but whenever they want to throw things that are, are, that we think of as chivalrous out there and call that toxic, toxic masculinity. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I believe that, Hey, you know, we have, a, we have our, our, our place and our roles and, uh, and our roles are, are different things. The men are, you know, by, by nature, we're all animals, right? Mm-hmm. So men are the, uh, men are the, 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 the hunter gatherers, if you will. And, uh, and the, and the, the women are the, are the, the nurturers, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Nurturers and nesters. Uh,
2: nurturers and nesters. And uh, and something something about me that that you know if you don't already know or, or you learned, is I, I believe in a I believe in a good duality right you 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 have to have a duality in, in life you have to have a uh, um, a duality in spirit um, and uh, and you have to have these things to to be you know try to make everything whole. and it doesn't always you know some it doesn't always stay in balance it doesn't always right. stay in balance. Not saying that men can't be nurturing because men can uh, but you know uh the to call it toxic if I want to you know open the door for for my wife and uh and and if I want to you know if I want to like influence my 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 strict guideline, hey look, we're not gonna do this as the man of the house, right, and uh if I'm not hindering her her livelihood at all. If I'm, if I'm putting, if I'm not putting her in danger, there's nothing toxic about this. No, typically it typically it is about making a better life and, 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 uh, and wanting to, you know, wanting to uh, provide better and keep her safe. Right. And, uh, and uh, those are the things that, but like, also we, we have to, we have to understand in order to do all that, we have to be communicative. And all the time, it. and 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 that's a that's a two way street that has to happen. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is something that that I definitely want to get into later on. You know, the gender roles and stuff, and how things have changed over the years, and and
0: what even is gender anymore? I guess you could say, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, we will definitely dive in. That'll have to be like a whole three hour episode. Oh man, and, and, and not in a negative way, but I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things like. We, the communication is what you talked about. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: doing Uber, like I meet people in 10 minute spurts. Mm-hmm. So if if you get into my vehicle and this is, this is you, this is your pronoun or whatever, I don't know you. I just met you yeah. 37 seconds ago. Don't hold that against me because exactly. I've been on earth for 45 years and I just met you and I don't comply with what you want me to comply with um because that's not how I that's not how I hold anybody, you know. If if we just met and like what we were what we were talking about before we started recording with um Joe Biden when he was like, "Man, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." Yeah. What I hear when I hear that is an out of touch fucking like 80-year-old man that grew up getting away with saying stuff like that. Exactly. You know Exactly. I can't expect that 80-year-old man to change 80 years' worth of just things that he's experienced. I just got yeah. to understand that that's, he's 80. It is what it is. We got to stop being so sensitive about things like that. you know. Yeah. Put things in perspective. If somebody, I don't know, what, what town did you grow up in in Alabama?
1: Uh, it's a little town called
2: Valley, Alabama. Okay. And, uh, and those things were, it was rampant there.
0: Yeah. So if there's a a, a 80 year old man from Valley, Alabama, that grew up in in Valley, never lived anywhere else. Maybe maybe went to Korean War or something or Vietnam. I don't know. I know how old Vietnam veterans are now. But you know, and that's all he knew. Yeah, I could be upset about it, but I got to put things in perspective. That's him. That's 80 years worth of nonsense. I'm not going to change that. Right those are those are the, the realistic conversations that I was talking about and those are facts not feelings and we you know we got to be able to check freaking feelings yeah. and and just talk realistic facts and be okay with it
2: yeah exactly and that's something that like when you know when I was going through going through training and and stuff I had to you know talk a little bit about each other about myself and and who I am what I what I was and, you know what all I grew up in, stuff like that, and and, and I had to give a class on uh, on our personal biases and stuff. How is it that we, you know, how is it that we change and better ourselves as a community, given the given the biases that we have, our internal prejudices that we have, all of our lives that we were brought up in. I I, I mean, grew up in I grew up in Alabama, and uh, like I said, one one of my earliest best friends uh little black guy name's Fred i love this guy. I love this guy to death he's he's a he's a great friend, but like the amount of crap that I got from family over this it starts to change your mind some you know and yeah. then and then you 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 get in, you get out of like that that situation you get into the army and you and you realize that you a lot of this stuff is still ingrained in you you have these different prejudices that you that you have and what i explained in the class is hey look you have these in, these these internal biases that you that you that you're that are instilled on you but how do you how do you make it a better society how do you, how, how do you get by that right because you'll you'll always have those internal biases that are ingrained in you well me it's don't ever let your kids see it yeah right don't ever let your kids see it because you know, this is an issue with you. Don't ever let your kids see it. They won't have those, inter- those biases. Uh, yeah. Or it won't be ingrained in them like it was with you. And it takes generational change to to do that. It takes a conscious effort on us to make these positive changes.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's, that goes back to why I was saying, um, you know, for me personally, it is to reach young young boys, young men that, that are from a single parent out for, you know, preferably single mother household to be able to get them to understand that, you know, pull your damn pants up. This is how you treat a lady. Um, you need to enunciate. You need to speak proper yeah. English. Uh, all of this bullshit slang and um, trying to be a tough guy, that, that's not going to get you anywhere. Education is key. Um, education and evolution, constantly being better than you were yeah. yesterday. Just teaching young men that stuff, um, and and hopefully, because that's my goal. Hopefully, there's somebody else that says, you know what? I grew up in in the middle of Texas, and I, I, every single time I go to a family event, you know, I I can point out the racist family members, but I don't say anything. Okay, how about you go educate them so that they can evolve?
2: And you may you, you, know, you may never change their mind at all.
0: But at least they may never try. change their
2: mind, but at least you you make your point no.
0: Mm-hmm. and you may change their mind. You may you get may, them to may. think about it, you, you know. But you don't know if you don't try.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And
0: you know, I think that it needs to start with us while we're sitting back waiting for "quote unquote" leadership to, right? You know, to to start the uh, the the ball rolling or the pendulum swinging to the other side. Um, it's it's going to be us. We can only rely on yeah. us.
2: Exactly. You can you can only control what you can control, and that's what, yeah. that's something I try to teach my kids all the time. It's like, hey, you can you can only control what you can control. If somebody doesn't like this right here, hey, you know, that's fine. That's on them.
0: I'm going hey, I'm, I'm I'm to be. I'm willing to. I'm willing to talk to
2: them. Exactly. You know, I, I'm willing be willing to talk to them. Treat everybody with dignity and respect. And when they when they don't treat you with dignity and respect, then
0: Go away. Bye, dear
1: Lord.
0: One of the things that I always I teach my kids, and I've always taught them this, it's it's hilarious to me because, um, especially my youngest one, because she's sensitive, but she will respond if if you you know you say something to her that she don't like, she might not respond right then, but she'll come back at you at some point. And yeah. and I always just tell her like before it got to a point where anything is ever physical. I always tell her like words only have as much power as you give them. So yeah. if if somebody throws a word at you and you plug that into the charger, now you're powering that word up, and they're winning. They're 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 going from ten percent to twenty percent. They're gonna keep egging you on until they get to a hundred percent, and you respond with violence or something else, and now you lost. Words only have as yeah. much power as you give it. If they say something to you, and yeah, it might be extremely offensive, and you turn around and walk away, they're going to be like, what the hell? Okay, well, you am going to mess with that person, you know, <laughs> and, and now you just won. You know, or they're going to keep escalating it until they do something to you, and guess what? Now they're in trouble. Yeah, and, that's it. Yeah, I mean, words only, yeah. words have as much power as you give it, and and. That's it, man. Control the controllables.
2: That's me. Like, I, uh, I, you know, I, I'm a fan of any kind of off-color jokes. I, I like dark, dark humor, you know, dark humor is like, that's like a thing for me, I guess. That's my and, nickname, uh, and... dark humor, man. I
1: Right?
2: <laughs> <coming>. right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, that, that's something, and it like, uh, that's something that I I, I struggled with with uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the the teachings that we did have in the army. Is hey, I like a, I like a lot of dark humor, and then all of a sudden, hey, you make the, you make jokes even inside of your own circles. That's sexual harassment, or that's uh, or that's racism, or whatever. It's come on, man.
0: Oh well, was man, it if, the, the EEO advisor.
2: Oh god, yes, Yep. yep. The, EEO <laughs> advisor, the, the EEO advisor, the EO advisor, and uh, the EOA. And, and, uh, and the heck of it is I was, a I was, uh, I was, the, I was EO myself a long time ago. I was the EO myself. So I did, I did EO. Uh, so I was, a uh, I was, I did the EO deal and then I did Sharp. So this for those that are listening and don't know what Sharp is uh, sexual harassment, assault response and prevention, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and a lot of the things that, uh, that the rules that the military do, I think it, I think it, it restricts a lot of people from being people. And, and and that's why, you know, mentioned about the, about platforms for, for the, for this podcast and stuff. I don't want to be, I don't want to be funneled by, by some, you know, some entity out there wanting me to not
0: talk like people talk. You know what yeah. I mean? I and, think uh, I just got an idea. So I don't mean to cut you off, but I just thought about something and it sucks, but what we might have to do, is um for for those those episodes where we just let loose and and you know it's it's one of those things where we're not trying to censor ourselves it it sucks and we might have to do a a patreon via donation because if it's if it's behind a paywall then there are no restrictions and for those for those tough topics we might have to do that and um you know, I mean, I, I don't know, yeah. limit the donations to like five dollars or ten dollars. But depending on how, the, 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 how, how bad we, we get, gotta, <laughs>
1: we
2: got to we got to get a we got to get a got to get a view group now. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that'll that'll come. I'm I'm almost positive that um, as we go along and we do this together, man, we will we'll develop a following. And especially when we start talking about sports. And I wanted to save this for last. And I'm not going to talk oh, about yeah. the Chiefs. Or, or the fact uh, that my raiders uh, are eliminated. I'm uh, not going to yeah. talk about NFL. We're not going to talk about that no. one. No, we're going to talk about tomorrow's game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the
2: tomorrow's game. 1st uh, let's talk about last week. <laughs> oh, no, no. You want to talk about no. last week's
0: game?
2: I am willing to talk about last week's game. I am that kind of fan. I uh, I I love my Crimson Tide. Something dear that's uh when my wife and I got married, I said, "Hey, Saturdays during football season, those are mine." And uh, I have uh, I have I've missed maybe one or two games uh, in the uh, in the last, uh, what, 15 years, I guess, of uh, of Alabama football. I've only missed about one or two games. So uh, so and that's I'd watch it any dang way that I possibly could. Um, Have you gone to a game? I have. I I went to I went to a couple of games. I went to. Uh, in 2007, uh, the SEC championship game, um, I went to, I went to it, uh, I did an iron bowl when I was like, when I was a kid, but I barely, I just remember being there. <laughs> that was, yeah. that was it. Um, but, uh, as a matter of fact, that was your wrong way, Bo. And, uh, uh yeah, Bo Jackson is, he's an awesome dude. Uh, yeah, so, he's,
1: he's you
0: know, a monster. Whatever.
2: yeah. But uh but uh I went to uh went to the national champion I mean not national championship, the SEC championship game, uh, Alabama and Florida, uh while Tim Tebow was there. Uh second year of Al- of uh, of Saban's career and uh we lost that one. Uh it was it was a heartbreaker too. Um People but uh, but it was it was it was a heck of a game, a heck of a game. I wish I could have made it to the next year, but I didn't. Because that was the nas- that was the first national championship year. I don't
0: even want to talk yeah, about that. and it's been because, uh, uh, and we it's been it's you. been
2: wonderful ever since. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, like, so what did I mean coming out of that SEC championship game? I know you were riding high.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
2: I I loved it. I uh, I've been uh, I've been I've been all about saving, That's for sure. Uh, you can't deny the guys the guys mastery of the of the of the the sport. You know, um, and. Uh, He's the goat. Uh, I, I and it, and it hated me. I hated it, like giving up that the the Bear Bryant title to him. You know, basically. But uh, but uh, but I just hope that we don't. Uh, as as a as a Bama football fan, I hope we don't just. Whenever he does leave, and he will, I hope that we don't just hang on him forever like we did with Bear Bryant, and put yeah. ourselves in in more of a of a stickler because after Bear, after Bear left it was one national championship in in that time frame uh until Nick Saban came yeah. and uh that was the year that i that I was absolutely sold on alabama football um, cuz my uh my family just most of my family were uh, were auburn fans and uh my dad and my mom were both auburn fans and and i just went crimson tide to be against the grain and then the first year that I really paid attention was the 92 season and I got hooked.
0: Um, That's about with me, with USC yeah, and uh, Carson Palmer. And I mean, but growing up in California, I'm always I'm mm-hmm. watch, you know, Mark Sandlin, Ronnie Lott, um, yeah. Junior Seau, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of those greats. Um, Garrett and Mike Williams. Taylor Mays, like all of those, those, those guys. I loved watching USC football. I was like watching an NFL team every single yeah. weekend. And I really, I didn't, like at that time, I didn't know anything about SEC football. Um, yeah. I'm a USC fan. I didn't even care about Pac-10 football. I, right. I know who we're playing and who we're about to beat. And I remember watching SC beat, um, Arkansas like 70 to 7 or 17 70 to 17. And I'm like, there I don't care what conference you're in, don't matter.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. Like, so yeah, get back to the game last week, right? I uh I'm heartbroken, absolutely heartbroken, gut wrench. But I, I will say this, I think that Alabama performed way better than they should have this year. I did not jump on the Jalen Milrow bandwagon the, the quarterback there uh as as much as a lot of people did uh but I would be it would be hard-pressed to say that he was not the most improved player on on that team for sure absolutely, uh, and uh like he he definitely did improve a lot um so he's but I've got mad respect for the guy I wish that he was I wish that he was more accurate uh, because uh, his his attitude is infectious, his uh, his his drive is is wonderful. There's just something he's got that that quality that you can't teach. Yeah, and uh, and, and that's, that's why that's I why,
0: hope they don't give up on him.
2: I, I I hope they don't give up on him, but I hope that he makes the strides that he needs to to improve. And if he doesn't make those strides, I hope that they make the changes that they need, and and that's that's and that's a hard thing. Like uh, like we we are in a similar a similar state with uh, with J- with uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, a few years ago, and uh, and he was he, he Jalen Mel reminds me so much of Jalen Hurts because of how his how he's built and everything. Now the difference is that Jalen Hurts had trouble throwing the long ball. He was good at the little cross patterns, excellent at the cross patterns and excellent at running. Uh and Jalen Milro uh has trouble at the short stuff, short mid range stuff. It's kind of a, a little more of a a little more of an upsetting thing. I'm like, ah, come on. But uh, but that game, uh it was so many opportunities to win that game for Alabama. Just go ahead and win it. And then they they just cut themselves. Yeah. And uh and uh so many opportunities to put it away. Uh, not taking any, anything away from Michigan. Michigan did an excellent job. They were they they had a defense show up in that game. They did have a defense show up in that game, and something that you don't think of when you think of recent Michigan teams, you think of old Michigan teams that had that. You know. Yeah. Uh, so kudos to them. They they showed they showed up and did what they needed to do. And I will tell you. Something, something about me is I'm I'm a huge Alabama fan, but I'm a realistic Alabama fan too. I'm not gonna be. Hey, look if they're look if they're looking horrible, I'm gonna tell you. Hey, they're looking horrible. This is where they're. This is why they they're looking horrible. Um, and we've had those center issues
0: all year long.
1: It's just center. for him to
0: show up late in that game. Oh my god.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That was hard. Uh, it, it
2: it really was. I hate it for that kid. Um, I really do. But hey, he's he's probably one of the main reasons that we that you know that I say we like I'm on the Dane team, but uh, don't we all? But he's one of the main reasons, you know, I hate it, but he's one of the main reasons that uh that they that they lost that team that game. And uh and and it's not it's not on him alone though, but it's no, it's not definitely well. not on him alone. Um a lot of a lot of poor coach calling, uh, you know, play calling and stuff. But it was a uh, it was a heck of a game. It was it really was a heck of a game, and and either side could have easily put it away. It seemed like.
0: Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, I, I was rooting for Michigan as bad as bad as that pains me. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, in my mind, I'm like, I hope they both lose, but <laughs> you, know, you got to choose somebody. How can they both lose? Come on. Yeah. I, I need, I need, I need both of them the to game lose.
2: Game. How can we make this happen?
0: <laughs> you know what? Let's postpone the game. <laughs> This power goes out or something. It's a Tsunami, I don't know. But <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm over Bama, and, and something I wanted to to wrap up with uh, in a second. But I'm over Bama. But I did. I wanted it to be a great game, and I hated that it ended on mental errors. Um, you know, low snaps and just misreads by Milrow. I want to tell you something though about Jalen Milrow, and this is one of the things why this is one of the reasons why I say I hope they don't give up on him. So you mentioned the short passes. I mean, you understand those are timing routes. Yeah. So that's a, that's a practice issue. Maybe he yeah. was hurt and wasn't throwing with the ones or something like that. I don't think that he's going to have a problem bouncing back. And I tell you why. If Saban could go back to him after benching him, he sees something. So yeah, Miro comes back and he and he you know he'll do the work. He'll do the work in the off season. I have no doubt. Saban always has good coordinators and, and good position coaches around him. Dude knows the playbook. It's just a matter of, of getting the, the one and two receivers, number one and number yep. two receivers, and and really going over those those timing routes. And then if you if fine. you go
2: back and if you go back and you look at the film early in the season, right? Uh, one thing that he had he had struggled with last year uh, as as a backup, uh, it uh, it was. It was his accuracy, and uh, and he, if you look at him early in the season, it looked like he it looked like he lobbed the ball on the out routes on the, on the any routes going into the flat. We didn't run any crossing routes, and it looked like he lobbed the ball out there. And freshman uh, though,
1: right?
2: He was a, his sophomore. Okay. He's, a, he's a he's a redshirt sophomore, so he's been there for three years basically. Okay, and um, so
0: so he, you uh, know better.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's something that that's something that would, you know, you'd think he would get at this point. Right. Because at, at that point, if you're doing that, you're you're leaving, you're leaving it open for good, you know, good corners to to bust that route. And that happened twice in the Texas game. Yeah. And uh, and so. So, like, I, I don't know why it seemed like he was he was trying to do touch passes when it should have been like a, a quick pass. And I think it was because of his accuracy issues, and he heard people talking about his accuracy issues from last year. Yeah. And uh, and I I think he was trying to be more accurate than quick, because if you notice, whenever he would get really quick, his his balls weren't that that accurate. It seemed like right. And uh, you gotta so say pause when you say that. <laughs> yeah, <pause>. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, so it was. Uh, it was. That was something that, you know, that would, would drive me crazy about him early in the season. And then, yeah. you know, a few games after he was benched, he is, seemed to like, seemed to go away. He was putting more zip on the ball and, uh, and it was just looking a lot better, a lot better. Uh, Maybe you just needed really, to, to need to kick him in his ass
0: every, every week.
2: I'd think, it, I'd think it was a hey, uh, I'm actually doing this. And I'm I'm doing better. What can go wrong? Getting in his head type of thing. Yeah. And then, and then you have the line that's not giving him any time. At the beginning of the of the game last week, that he, uh, you know, he he, that probably got in his head initially.
1: You know. Yeah.
2: And then you have the the snapping issues. It was like at the beginning of the, the year. Right. The of the year, the line that was that was a big big issue there. So, so I think it was, I think it was a, a lot of things. I hope that, I hope that he makes those, those improvements because the kid is, his attitude is just infectious. It's wonderful.
1: He's and, a smart dude uh, too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Extremely smart. Just graduated this year and, in three years, uh, graduated and going to continue on. And, uh, and he's an excellent, an excellent like person as far as I can tell, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like you
0: said, you know, he, he is kind of uh, similar to to Jalen Hurts. And I, Jalen Hurts really grew on me. I thought he was a little bit yeah. – like he came off as soft in, in the few interviews that I would see him at the <laughs> BAM games. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, why, why is this dude so soft? And then you watch him. Now, especially, I'm like, okay, this, this he's a leader. This dude oh, awesome. yes. He He's 100% gamer. Um,
2: it's it's out there on the field. He's yeah. out there on the field. He is, he's still, he's, he's soft-spoken. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't like to, doesn't like to, uh, you know, toot his own horn or anything like that. And the dude is just, he's a beast. Yeah, and I'm so, I good. am, I am so happy that he had the mentorship that he did to improve his throwing. And, yeah. uh, you know, I hated. I hated losing him as a, uh, as a quarterback for Alabama, uh, going to, going to Oklahoma, but, uh, but, I'm happy for him that he got that kind of mentorship and and has made those strides in the NFL that's for sure. Um, now to get off my bama kick I'll say this uh, I am I'm, 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 I'm a, a football fan stuff, so. I am a football fan right first and you know bama fan first and foremost but overall I am a football fan I want good football and uh, I believe when those when those blue bloods that I, I hate talking about outside of Alabama are are good, football is better. Yeah. I believe miss, Mich- you know, I hate it, but not a Michigan fan at all. One Iota. But when they we are good. Agree on that. When when they are good, football is better. When Notre Dame is good, football is better. USC, anybody but Ohio State, um <laughs> We can agree on that, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you, you know, but in all seriousness, whenever, whenever they, uh, whenever we have, uh, like those, those classic teams that are, are good. If all of them are good, football is better. It's much yeah. better. And, uh, and I, something I wish we had in football was more parody. And, yeah. uh, and
0: well, like we're going to get that next year.
2: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't
0: think we will. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why here's, here's why we will one, the conference alignment, it's going to make things so much easier with the PAC 12 dissolving, which I'm happy about. I I'm, I'm so over those arrogant ass uh, C-level executives in the PAC 12 yeah. conference. Um, you, you know, how it, it was, I live here in Arizona. So I'm either watching Arizona State or University of Arizona. Neither, well, I mean, U of A was pretty good at toward the end of the season. Uh, They were ranked pretty high. But ASU is trash every year. I want to watch my team. I can watch uh, games on the Big Ten Network. I can watch games on the SEC Network and the ACC Network and the Big 12 Network and the Longhorn Network with my DirecTV. But I can't watch the Pac-12 Network. and there's i don't even know some bullshit ass uh cable company that you got to get that may show the game if it's on the pac-12 network like it would have to be a specific bar i got to drive all the way across town just to catch the game if it's on the network and it was it's been like that for years and and every single year they just kept losing contracts with these companies and it's like okay when are you going to figure it out and then toward the end to save to salvage the conference you saw what they did they were like, oh, well, we're, we signed a deal with Apple to do Apple Stream. Yeah. Okay, well, not everybody has
1: Apple.
0: Not
2: everybody has yeah. Apple. A lot of people just
0: despise Apple. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that was their Hail Mary. So I was, I was like, all these years, you've been screwing us over. You got a good marquee matchup with mm-hmm. uh, USC and Utah, and it's at 730 at night, 1030 on the East Coast yeah. on some random affinity, random cable network that nobody has. And then you wonder why the rest of the country thinks that the Pac-12 is a joke because you don't line these these marquee games up where everybody can see them. You have, you have issues with compete.
2: attendance. You have issues with attendance because of how late it is. And then and then you have issues with, with picking up, networks picking it up because of how late yeah. it is they want to play. What happened to the days when we had 10 o'clock freaking kickoffs on on the East Coast? Yeah, I mean, come on.
0: You know and, I mean, and like, you want to compete, gotta pay the money.
2: That's it. And and here's here's why I'll tell you I, I don't think that we'll have the parody, right? So uh I like I like for there to be we had we had 10 conferences, right? We had 10 conferences. Mm-hmm. And uh and automatically we're like hey we're we have the 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 power five the quote unquote power 5 and then we have the group of 5 so automatically right. the group of 5 is put down lower and they're like oh yeah you're nothing so they're they're all they're all 1a they're all fbs if you will yeah. I'm, my old school coming out 1a uh but uh, but these are the same the same leads as the as the power 5 right if we i i whenever we went to a playoff system I was like, they won't do it the right way. We need a 12-team playoff. Mm -hmm. And every conference champion should be in there. Every single conference champion should be in there. That would have saved the Pac-10. And and then then whenever the little guys, whenever they have an upset, guess what? Eyes go to them. They're going to have more recruits. They're going to have more money for facilities and stuff like that. And then eventually over time, we're going to create that parody. What happens if one of those little guys goes and wins the national championship game? Holy crap. But if we had, if we had a 12 team, a 12 team playoff, we had the, we had the 10 conference champions in there. And then we had the highest ranking, whatever ranking that we have, take it out of the hands of, of people making these decisions. And, and like, we have the we have the two highest ranked teams. You could go by the coaches poll or you can go by the AP poll. I don't care. And two highest ranking non conference champions, they get in there. Right. I think right. that would have been a more interesting playoff to me.
0: I and, and I agree to an extent. Hey, here here's I think that there's a couple of things. Um one, we they just need to get rid of the NCAA. Maybe you can have yeah. the NCAA as the as the the rules body where they create the rules, but I think that there needs to be a college football committee, yeah. um, regional college football committee. You know, Northwest, Southwest, West Coast, Plains, Midwest. There there needs to be at least eight people that are that are unbiased. You know, they're 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 not representing a school. They're just a committee member representing college football as a whole. Um, that that's what we need to do first. Then they need to clean up the portal and and yeah. NIL a little bit. Um, NIL, yeah. Because when you got when the it's ridiculous, and we saw it we saw it this bowl season. It was a lot more tra- more visible when you got you got the transfer portal open. While games are still being played, so now you got a bunch of guys. Oh well, you know I didn't want to go to the the Pop Tart Bowl, so I'm opting out of that bowl game. You got one team with thirty fucking players that aren't playing in this game, and yeah, it's like, how? I mean, how is that even fair to the fans first off? But yeah. how is it fair to the team, the coaches, everybody on that staff that puts in so much work? You know, you're going to be selfish and just bounce on these guys. After, you know, and I feel like if you sign a contract for NIL money and you miss a game because you opted out, well, you just forfeited that contract.
2: Exactly. And that's that's my problem with NIL is they, you know, NIL, what it what it was and what it turned into very, very quickly was it was for them to be able to make some money on their name, image and likeness. It wasn't pay Mm -hmm. to play. And now it's turned into pay to play,
0: right? Which is well, what you know they're going to bend the rules. Be. They're, they're going to stretch and, the rules as far as it can go.
2: So if they want to do pay to play, guess what? Your butt's going to freaking be in these games, or you're not going to get your money.
0: Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if I don't know? Pick a player. Uh, uh, Giannis decides he ain't going to play against the Chicago Bulls because he just don't want to play. Well, he don't right. get his game check that game.
2: He don't get his game check.
0: Yeah, don't and, get his game check. This is how it should be. You and, just forfeit and, your contract and you learn. And,
2: but, and, and what is it? And potentially, if he, if it's not
1: a valid reason could be fined.
0: Yeah. That's another thing. I think that uh, some of these, if you, if you're going to get paid, then you, you should be able to get fined. If you target somebody and you get thrown out of the game, fine. fine.
2: Same but as if like, it
0: was a, an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty.
2: But unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, Hey, it might be somebody that's not getting a lot of NIL money that's, that's getting, that's getting this, you know, Too bad. if they're, if they're, they're going to freaking get a freaking, and, and that's my thing. It's become, it's become a, a professional sport. Right. And, yeah. uh, and I, I hate it. I wish that, I wish that we ensured that. I wish that we could ensure that the money didn't come from the schools and did not come from boosters.
0: Big, right. big time, yeah, cause,
2: and but, because and because I mean, cause it's coming from the boosters, right? And here's my thing, all right. If the booster wants to pay two million dollars for this kid to freaking supposedly do a commercial for them, then that booster can't donate that can't donate to the school.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, now you're and, not affiliated. I mean, you're now not you're not
2: affiliated with school. You can come to the games and stuff, but guess what? You're no longer a a, a school booster.
0: Yeah, you can't contribute to any any fund with the school directly.
2: And and the heck um, of it, and the heck of it is is like the small the small sports aren't getting this kind of money.
0: Well, they I mean, we understand that they're not generating that stuff. Yeah, there exactly. are volleyball players, women's volleyball players that have big endorsement deals now because yeah. they're allowed to have YouTube channels and OnlyFans or whatever else they, they yeah. have. And I'm okay with that. But, That's fine. you know, I've I've had that argument with with a lot of people about, well, you know, what about the water polo team? They don't they don't get any money. Well, is the water polo team bringing in a billion dollars a season? No. Nope. Right. And,
2: see, see the, and the NIL was built to where it's supposed to protect the players and the schools from people going and paying for autographs, mm-hmm. paying for
1: appearances
2: and stuff. Hey, to get us a freaking an ncaa EA sports football game again,
0: you know?
1: <laughs> that's, yeah. That's,
0: that's, I want to know how much uh, attendance has, has progressively gone up since Alabama has been winning national championships over the last 15
2: years. Oh, it's it's gone I'm, up like crazy, that's yes, for sure. Okay, and, and, and that's because
0: of football. And they ain't that, coming and there and because the fucking championship tennis team, you, you yeah,
2: know? It, but, hey, we, we knocked it out in, in softball, too, and gymnastics.
0: So, yeah, but... But like but, but, those, but they're not the things, revenue makers. No. No, they might be on ESPN. Yeah. ESPN 3 or whatever, but, you know, it, it, nobody... <laughs> SEC nobody's Network.
1: That. Yeah, it ain't. It,
0: it, it, nobody's watching it. They're not generating TV revenue. Nobody's buying ads yeah. for the, the college gymnastics championship that, you know... Yeah. And and you know I'm I'm okay with that part. Fair is fair. It's kind of like when you got you know the WNBA won the same amount of money as NBA. Right. No, it's not happening. Now it's not one happening. thing that you brought up, we were talking about bowls and and how to select. You brought up the AP poll, and this is where I have a beef with the SEC. Um, and it's been like this, and I've been yelling about this since we even when we worked together in Korea, but. Everybody thinks that I'm a hater and, and this that. But now that I, we have this platform, I can get this message out to a lot of people. Because I've just been talking there to individual know. people. Um, back when the, – so the BCS. um, When the BCS was, was around, you started noticing that you had a lot of SEC teams in the top 25.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, I mean, that was based on what, the computer rankings – And, uh, a combination of that coaches and AP poll, uh, before that you had the AP national champion, national champions, or the one and two teams, top teams were voted on by the AP bring up the AP, because I think they should, that should be dumb. There should be no AP poll at all. And, And I'll tell you why one is because do you know the, uh, the biggest press network out there right now, like with the, the, the the network with the most press votes, sports network.
1: Don't think it's ESPN, is it? It is. It it is is ESPN.
0: Who owns ESPN? Disney. Who owns the SEC network? Uh, ESPN. Disney. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So.
2: Yeah. I mean, Uh, believe me, I, yeah, we, I've, I've gone on this right here too. And, and that's, that's something that drives me, that, Something that drives me insane. I wish that I wish that we had a good polling system that was, you know, strength of schedule, you, your performance versus strength of schedule somehow.
0: But but who dictates strength of schedule? Because if you look at if you look at, at and,
2: and it becomes it becomes biased. It, it does it, become it biased. Is absolutely
0: biased. You look at college basketball. So my cousin plays for University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, I, I think they they have, a bit of losses. But they're still in the top ten.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now you might see an undefeated team uh, that is in a decent conference, but they're way down. They're in, in the top twenty, you know, between twenty and twenty-five, and you wonder, well, how the hell do they determine that? And you know, so I think that college college basketball can get it right. FCS can get it right. Why can't FBS get it right? Um, one of the things that I've, I've been, I've, I've looked at constantly over and over and over, and it even it, even they brought it up and I was hoping I got to talk to you about this today. Um, but they brought it up during the bowls, uh, at the beginning, you know, how they had the, the bowl challenge or whatever, where they, well, this conference has this many. And I think the sec yeah. had like nine teams in, And I'm like, nobody, nobody even sees why. Nobody understands why the SEC always has so many teams in. Not, not a knock against the SEC, but I don't think that, I mean, I honestly don't think that they are any stronger than any other, like from top to bottom, than any other conference.
1: Yeah, yeah they may, they definitely. Get,
0: you know, okay, they, they get nine teams into a bowl. Well, how many games do you have to win to be eligible for a bowl?
1: Six, that's
0: it. Six. I'm gonna, I'm just looking at Vanderbilt's schedule right now, right? I'm gonna tell you they're out of conference games. Vanderbilt is the worst team in the SEC too. So I'm yeah. just their first game, they barely beat Hawaii by a touchdown. Yeah. Their next game, they played Alabama A&M. Mm-hmm. They beat them 47 to 13. They lost to Wake Forest, and then they had a fourth, fourth out-of-conference game. They lost to UNLV. Now just think, if they had won all four of those games, they need two wins to be bowl eligible. Yep. Two. So later in in the uh, in in the season, all they got to do is beat one of them SEC teams. Don't even matter. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Let me look at uh, look at Kentucky's schedule. Same thing. Kentucky's first game, first three games: Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron. They're halfway to mm-hmm. a bowl game. They're halfway to a bowl game. All they got to do is win three more games. Yep. So they play Louisville late in the season. And that's one of those games where it's like, okay, that's sort of a rivalry, um, which they technically should win. Uh, And then they got to win one more game. It's like, it's a pain. You know, it really is pain.
2: I'm not, I I wouldn't be so, so daft to say that there is an SEC bias there. There definitely is just like there's, there's a lot of big 10 bias and yeah. uh and and like and and how is it that you know a lot of these a lot of these teams are automatically ranked so high and they ain't done anything right yeah, and and into. that's a that's a problem with that's a problem with the ranking system that's why I would love to have the conference champion the conference champion from every conference be be in it you know yeah. I would love that it's you are you we want to talk about settling on the field let's settle it on the field, yeah. And, but that's and what I then, said, like
0: when you talk about strength of schedule, it's it's stuff like that where I'm it's, like, okay and, and that so would how be, the, be the hard part. schedule when you're playing Akron, McNeese State and Florida Atlantic University, your first and, three and, games. and that how would be we... the,
2: that would be the hard part to determine for who those two those two uh, wild cards would be, you know, yeah. And, I just, and, I, I, and it would be and it would be a perceived thing if we didn't go back to a back to a computer program telling us, hey, look, we think this right here,
1: you know.
0: Well, that's why I say you 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 got to have uh, a committee of unbiased people, kind of like how we have the, the selection committee now. Yeah. Um, and then, and of course, there was some controversy this year, but I 100 I percent think they got it right. We yeah. talked about this. I think I think they got it right. I mean, you. You know, one of one of my good friends is a Ohio State fan, so he was, you know, trying to advocate for why maybe Ohio State should have been in there. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, no,
1: <laughs> and absolutely
2: not. You know that's that's kind of that's kind of my thing. Is like everybody was talking about how Florida got the ho- Florida got host and stuff, and and we can say that all day long. But, but Florida State? look at the, yeah, Florida State. But like if they, if you look at the parameters of what it of what it took to to be in there, right, is to get the four best teams in there. Right. Can anyone realistically say that they think Florida state would have been one of the four best teams? I had them down at ninth,
0: maybe. I, I wouldn't have even put them there, but only because they won their conference, I would have had them just outside the top 10. But the thing that people aren't understanding, and again, this is facts over feeling is, Okay, their record dictates that they're one of the four best teams. Yeah, but on the field, are you putting one of the four best teams on the field? No, you're exactly. not. They're not. And that's what it boils down to. You and are not put and in that's, one of the four best teams on the field. And it was clear when they played Georgia.
2: And it was, and that was it. Like, if you want to say that you're one of the four best teams, get all your players, come in and play, yeah. and beat Georgia. You beat well, Georgia. Guess what?
0: They couldn't even do that because even if they had all of their players, um yeah. I mean a quarterback is essential. It's, it's essential that's I mean, that's like trying to trying to talk on your phone without a SIM card. It ain't happening.
2: That's, you know, and that's my caveat. My caveat was I figured I would have them down about ninth even with
0: their starting quarterback.
1: Oh so, no, 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 no. If I'm Jordan Travis so.
0: was in if, if I mean I watched them from start to finish, and that game against LSU, boy, they they yeah. I, and and they did not miss a beat. Yeah, you know everybody has hiccups. We you know Bama had a couple of hiccups this year. Yeah, but you know they they won every single game that was put in front of them, and that's what it boils down to. Yeah, if you face it's not blowing out somebody every single week. If you face adversity, how does this team respond? Mm-hmm. And they responded week in and week out. It may not have always been pretty, but football ain't always pretty.
2: Yeah, it's not and, always. And you, and you don't you ever know. know. Any any team can beat any other team on any given day.
0: Yeah, but I could. I I'm willing to bet uh, the way that Jordan Travis was playing because he was a man on a mission after coming back from that leg injury. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to bet that he would have won the Heisman if he could have kept going.
2: Maybe, maybe, maybe you know. I personally feel like Michael Penix Jr. was probably the best player in the mm-hmm. nation, and yep. uh, and and they give it to the guy from I can't even remember the guy's name from LSU right now. But uh, anyway. Jane, Jane Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah, Daniels. I, I
0: could be a hater and and throw my hater hat on and say that they had to do something for the SEC. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got got hosed on, on everything else. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they they had to do something for the SEC. Oh man, we're not gonna make no money for the conference because they're not in the championship game,
1: right? right. <laughs> Let's get this dude the no.
0: trophy so we can get one more Heisen in the SEC.
2: <laughs> no, I, I like I I fully believe that that Michael Pen Michael Junior. He he was that that guy's a beast, and that uh, that
1: phenomenal.
0: kind of brings
2: me up to like the uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about the game tomorrow?
0: You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I I think I think. <sighs> It's it's wild to even think that I'm gonna say that Washington is actually gonna win, and I put money on Washington, so they gotta win. But um, <laughs> I'm I I honestly I got them winning, um I got them winning by ten. Yeah, they nice. they, they they got I mean their quarterback is ridiculous. Their O line is is awesome. They I, I honestly think you know now of course I'm biased that SC has the best wide receiver core in college football, but right now, Washington's uh, wide receivers are, are ridiculous. They yes, are they insane, are. Yes, they are. and I just don't think that Michigan could stop them. I, I don't, you know, you saw what Washington's defense did to Texas. Yeah. There, you know, and there is no threat on, on Michigan's team. Maybe, maybe Blake Corum, but I mean, you got a doomsday that has over 1500 yards receiving and them boys score fast. So what are you going to do? If they're, they're up two touchdowns, you're going to continue to run the ball and burn clock? I, right. I just – I don't see it happening. You know, Phoenix almost doubles McCarthy up in yards and and touchdowns, yeah. touchdown passes. So I just – I don't – I really don't see any way that Michigan – Michigan's is going to compete out there on the field. Early on, yeah, it's going to be a rough game for for Washington. Yeah. But once they get a rhythm, it's over. You saw how fast they were scoring yep. against Texas. It was it was nasty. Penix, like you said, I think he should have won the Hyde. But, you know, he's going to get this Natty MVP and this championship trophy. And then what me and my son were talking about, um, this is probably, again, it pains me to say this, probably going to be the Big Ten championship game next year,
1: mm-hmm. Michigan yeah. and,
0: and Washington. Um, that's, a,
1: that's a good take. That's a good take. Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, i i i i think i would I'm interested to see the Washington line against the Michigan's defense. How fast those guys were coming off the yeah. line? Uh, how they were able to get to uh, get through Alabama's line. Alabama had a they had like three over three fifty on yeah. on their line on their all line, and so like so I mean the biggest O line in in college football, I believe. But I would like to see, I'd like to see how Washington's O line handles them, uh, and how Michael Penix responds to how quick and, and tough they are. You know, yeah. I think I think, Michael, no. I think that Michael, I think that Michael Penix can handle it a lot better yeah. than J, than Jalen uh, Milrow did.
0: What?
1: Milrow
0: mm-hmm.
2: F-
1: necessarily...
2: No, he's a he's a righty.
0: Okay, that's going to be the problem. Trying to get yeah. that pass rush coming from Penix's backside because he's uh, a left hander.
1: Yeah,
0: is is going to be difficult, and he's mobile as hell. Not saying that Milrow isn't, but I, it's I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch, and I'm I'm excited. I do. I, I think, think it's that-
2: a, I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a good one myself, and uh, I believe I believe he's going to. I believe they're going to have a few struggles up front, uh, Washington. They're gonna have a few struggles up front. Uh, watching their watching Washington's defense, they uh, they look really good on defense. They look surprisingly mm-hmm. good on defense, actually. Their secondary is is really good, really yeah. good.
1: And, uh, and no talk, about, talk about some ball about some ball
2: hawks, man. Talk about some ball hawks. Gosh, I uh, I have Washington winning as well. I but I think it's gonna be a little bit closer. I think it's I think it. I'm thinking maybe six.
0: You think so? Well, yeah, I mean we can put we can put a dollar on it.
2: Let's put a dollar on it, right? <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Washington, and uh, I'd say I was going to say by six, but if they get to going, they
0: could blow it open. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Hopefully, it's not just one of those seventy to to sixty-six. Games. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Cause that was uh, that was that was one of the defense.
2: that's one of the big fears. A lot of a lot of folks, you know, down here, we're talking. Oh, Washington's nothing. Washington's nothing. I'm like, I don't know. Washington's they're looking really good. They're lo- yeah. they're actually looking really good. They don't they're not big and tough and gritty as as like as they are over here. That's that's one of the things that Michigan did. Uh,
0: but they they are they're looking really good. Oh no, let me. I'm looking at the, the O line. So, I'm going to do upperclassmen because they got a bunch of freshmen and sophomores here, too. They got a 6'8", 313-pound junior. Yeah. 6'4", 317-pound junior. And New um, is a monster. 6'6", 298-pound uh, senior, melee. He He's a beast. And then a, another junior is 6'6", 327 pounds. I mean, they're not small.
2: They're not small, no. And the, I think... I think the one thing that the advantage is the quickness they have. Yeah, they are they are really quick. And if if any any year were to go to you know to quickness over over like grit, it would be it would be this one, I think.
0: You know, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something, and we you talked about the secondary, and again, this is what my son and I were talking about because we wanted to see how yours would stack up against um, their secondary and Dominique Hampton. Their best cover corner, six foot three, two hundred and twenty pounds. He's a, yeah. a corner. Corner. I mean, and they don't have they don't have a single cornerback it's... under five eleven right now. Gosh. None. It's just insane. It's just insane. Yeah. It's, it's so and and they're all fast. They're athletic. They all hit. they you know, how many corners do you know are solid tackling corners? You might have one. Yeah, or you might in, have a, one and one a nickel nickel corner. If you're not going to have both sides that, that will come up and lay a lick on somebody, yeah. these boys hit. And so I'm, I mean, I don't think JJ McCarthy is as good as Quinn Ewers um, or Jalen yeah, for that matter. Yeah, uh, So he might struggle a little bit. Blake Corman is going to have to bail him out. So if that D line, like you said, if, if, if Michigan's D line can rush Phoenix a little bit, it might be a closer yeah. game than I expect, but.
2: And that's um, and that's kinda that's what I'm that's kind of where I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking they I'm thinking they bust through. I'm thinking they bust through quite a bit. Um and it's how at that point, how is Penns going to gonna respond? I think that he's he's somebody that can throw on the on the go a lot more than like Jalen Milrow was. Uh and and I think that he's he's not you know, like your sit in the pocket type of passer, you know. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's something that's going to benefit him uh especially if they if they do bust through um
1: yeah.
2: but like I well, it's gonna I, be a fun game to
0: watch
1: man
2: i'm thinking it's gonna i'm thinking it's gonna be a good one i think it's gonna be a little bit closer than than the 10 though um but i am I'm, I'm interested to see it that's for sure yeah
0: well, well when we link back up next week um we'll we'll have something to talk about because um i'm excited i i I'm cutting my day short tomorrow so I can rest <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know grab grab a bottle of something to watch to sit back and sip on while I watch the game. It's at five thirty here, so it's early. Yeah. Yep. Um, last question though before before we wrap things up,
1: <laughs> uh-huh. um,
0: do do you have your your let a naysayer no shirt yet? <laughs> no no <laughs> i did not
2: jump on that one because i was a naysayer <laughs> so, <laughs> and, I and sure maybe us naysayers let them know i don't know, I, yeah.
1: you know
2: <laughs> I, I appreciate i appreciate that slogan but i was like hey i, I don't know that's a little bit presumptuous you know
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> let me just tell you, it means what you think it means.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Ugh, like, God,
1: really, like, I'm like, of all the things you could go putting on a
0: shirt That's and, then, hilarious. Uh, and then like well, the selling it, that he, something, I'm like, really, the fact that he, he just mentioned it like, just sell that stuff on the low, sell it out of your trunk. Right. let espn get a hold of it man because right <laughs> it is it, now it's blown up <laughs> it was
1: man come on dude. <laughs> i mean
2: it's it's all right it's all right maybe they won't do it next year i don't know like uh, so many people bought into it i'm like gosh no I, i'm not it's hilarious I, to me
0: but my buddy everybody is staying with it he's like you'll get you a length shirt no <laughs> i actually might order one if i could find one that doesn't have any alabama logo or anything on it oh um man. or any any relation I, I might buy one just to be yeah. funny you watch comedy yes yes dave Chappelle, you watch Chappelle? oh yeah did you hear that bit that he did about jesse smoulet yes the with juicy juicy smooth Ju- juices Smou-Yay. Yes. Bro, I bought a hoodie. The next day after I watched that, I bought oh, a hoodie okay. that has it has his picture on the back and it says Juicy Smouye on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have to add the length shirt to that collection.
2: So you, you bring up comedy, right? How about this? I uh I've never been a Cat Williams fan. Never been a Cat Williams fan. But this dude is he is in some news right now.
1: Yeah, and I, I just, I watched right, be,
2: right right, before, right before we were, we were about to come on, I saw the bits and pieces from the interview. Uh, so like, uh, cause you're not, know, as soon as, as soon as we get off here, I'm going to watch the whole interview.
0: Watch <laughs> the whole two hours and 45 oh, minutes. Man. You will not be disappointed.
2: I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And he, uh, he, he got, he got, he got somebody that's a, a little bit more of a fan than he was before.
0: <laughs> you, you have to. And you know what, as we go along, cause, um, well, I'm a comedy buff, dude. I love the hell out of some comedy, so I'll oh. give you some. Uh, matter of fact, I'll text you over some specials to watch if you got some time, and then we'll talk about it right. next week. Sound Heck good? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, brother. Well, this was fun, man. I, I'm looking forward to just continuing this. Definitely. I don't give a damn if we have three listeners. Let's just do this every week.
2: I'm down. I'm I'm definitely down, man. I, I'm I'm loving this. This is this is great, and I and I think it's uh, I think it's going to go. Go over very well, you know. I and hope uh, so. hopefully, hopefully, anybody that listens to this, they they understand this was our our first one together like this. We're talking about how we how we how we're planning on having this uh having this go, and uh, and they they understand that our little sidebars here are probably it's probably going to keep on happening. But you know, we'll have, <laughs> we'll have we'll probably have a little bit more of a of a of a structure or whatnot. But uh, but it's going to be it's I think it's going to be great. And I I, I I love catching up and talking to you, and uh, and talking about old times and stuff, and then talking about what all was going on in the new world. I guess you could say.
0: Absolutely, and tell Terrell that uh, you know I love her for letting you do this because <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: you're taking you're
0: taking time away from her on your day off, and yeah, um, you know I really appreciate her for allowing you to, to allowing you to share that time with me.
2: Awesome same same here man you're uh you know go be with, go be with your family and everything because hey time is the one thing that we can't get back
0: absolutely all right brother I love you man
2: all right brother
1: love you.